0: Hey guys, it's Drew here and Steve and we're here to talk to you about something that's super important to us September is National Suicide Prevention Awareness Month and we've both been through some pretty hard times in life And we want you to know it's okay to go through hard times and there's always help out there if you need it
1: If you go online, you can google the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline And if you call the number that it gives you, you can get help right away
0: We hope that this finds you and if you needed it, then it gives you the strength to call the number Uh, And we're with you. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, dude, did you hear about the sinkhole that opened up in Montero?
1: Yeah, I have. It's nuts.
0: Yeah, I guess the guy like went all the way down to the devil, gave him a lap dance and then killed him. What? Yeah, they're throwing him in jail.
1: Wait, but how do you send him to jail if he's killed the devil?
0: Um, I don't know. I picture it like that scene in Superman where they just like walk him down the hallway (laughs) and he's handcuffed. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but uh it's okay though he got out that's the industry baby from the darkest dungeon to the land among the stars i'm steve and
1: i'm drew boy and we're the, the cosmic, cosmic throw seekers. seekers
0: hey guys huge friend of the pod little nos x just dropped a new album called Montero. Go check that out on Spotify or iTunes, wherever you get your music. You can also check him out on YouTube. He's got some sick music videos up. Anyway, we're going to be covering his album today.
2: When
1: did we become friends with Lil Nas (laughs) X? Honestly, I wish we were.
0: (laughs) So anyway, we love this album. It's great. I mean, I couldn't ask for a better album. From an artist. I think this covers all the bases. Uh, Like, every song is different from the last. There's not enough good things I can say about this album. Great opening, great finisher, solid all the way through, Mm -hmm. has a song for every vibe. Perfect. It's got a
1: bunch of different, like, uh, genres of music in that one album, too.
0: And it's got my favorite thing in the whole wide world, which is artist truth. I think like yeah. he pours a lot of himself into this album and oh, he does. it is so like raw and perfect. Love it.
1: Literally I think this is like one of the better albums that's dropped all year.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we've there's we, been some bangers. Yeah. I mean some of my favorite bands have dropped new albums. We're gonna cover those later on in the pod. There's just too much content. We just we want to give you all the content. There's just so much. Anyway, we're here to talk about Lil Nas and his new album Montero. This album, perfect, like we already said. It opens up with the titular song, Montero. Steve, go ahead and like tell us your thoughts on the song Montero.
1: I think that the song in itself is awesome. And the fact that it dropped before even the album came out. and it, Yeah, because like, it's a single. And it was his top song after it dropped, like almost immediately. It happened within like a day. It beat Old Time Road. And that was such a hit when he dropped. Like, that's what made him big was that song in general. And the fact that he just hit us with this absolute banger. And he just talks so much about his pride in that song for him just wanting to be true to himself and coming out to his fans like that. Like, what a way to do it.
0: Yeah, after the song drop, he actually uh, spoke out about that where when he was younger he told himself that he was going to take that secret to the grave like he would never tell anyone about that 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 was a part of his life that he was gonna be ashamed of and hide forever but i'm really glad he changed his mind it's a really great song a lot of people did go out and say little nas is just a gimmick artist that he just releases songs that are gimmicky and he will never like be a great musician and all of his stuff is just to like shock and awe, even after Montero came out, it's just to shock and awe and grab attention quickly and just fade out. This whole album comes out and it proves that that is wrong. This whole album is great. There's even a song about how people said that he'll never make it, even if a whole album is good, that it'll all just boil down to like his five minutes of fame. Mm-hmm. So I think proving everyone wrong, Montero drops, it blows up. Not only is there huge controversy in the industry or uh, people outraged that, you know, Old Town Road is so popular with children. And then Montero comes out and people are like, you're, you're a child musician. And he's like, I'm a musician. Yeah. I'm not here to cater to your kids. I'm not here to police what they watch. You need to do that. I'm not here. I'm, I'm out, n- out
1: here seeing kids bop.
0: Yeah. So this titular song comes at the beginning of the album. It really sets up the rest of the album. I think if you haven't heard it already, you need to go listen to it. We don't want to talk on it too much because the media has already talked on it for months leading up to this album. It is his single for this album and it comes on strong. He dropped two other singles and we'll talk about them later on in this podcast. So get ready for that. So we both decided to take on two of our favorite songs from this album, besides the titular Montero. Then we'll also have a honorable mention at the end. So Steve, go ahead and start us off with one of your favorite songs.
1: One of my favorite songs is the second song in the entire album, and it's called Dead Right Now. and Such a good song. It's so good. And just the the beginning, when the music starts, it's so like low key and i love the way that the instruments sound with the trumpets and everything and like you were talking about the whole album it's super true to himself like in the album it's all about the struggles he had to overcome through everything when people were they like slept on him where there would be people who would be around the corner instead of in front or behind him and as soon as he went big He's, he's got lyrics that point to how people, they were, they didn't care about him. And then they're like, as soon as he got big and started making millions, they're like, Oh, Hey, what's up? Do you remember me? We used to like hang. And he's like, no, no, we didn't. I'm going to treat you like you're dead because that's how you treated me.
0: Yeah. The lyrics in it are literally, you didn't call back then. Why are you calling now? Yep. So yeah, that's huge. I think a lot of artists feel that like people just come up out of the woodworks like, oh, yeah, you remember we went to school together or something mm-hmm. like that. And it's like, get out of my life. You fake. Yeah. Get out of here. You're not a real homie. So Deb right now is a fantastic song. And you talk on the trumpets that go off at the beginning. Um, I think that this album showcases a lot of different time periods for music obviously, um, the 60s and 70s have a lot more like horns and stuff. And then you and I noticed later on that there's some 90s grunge. So I think from an artist standpoint, this is one of the most creative albums that we've heard in a long time. I mean, the only other album that has done this this year is Scaled and Icy by 21 Pilots, where they've included multiple generations of music.
1: I Actually, haven't heard that. I'll have to check it out.
0: We'll uh, review it on the pod. I'm about <laughs> to go to a concert next month for that. Oh, yeah,
1: that's right. I'm actually super jealous.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be pretty sweet. Um, but those guys are also friends of the pod. Shout out to uh, Tony <laughs> and Pilots. Um, <laughs> uh, we'll go, <laughs> dude, you're funny. We'll go ahead and get them on here for you guys sometime. Um, but yeah, I think uh, Lil Nas really impresses with this song because in a tasteful way he says don't don't come up to me don't talk to me like I'm gonna treat you like you're dead right now so here's a little clip of dead right now and uh, this song is just too good
2: it's very great you know I never did you wrong even though I'm right here by the phone dog You know you never used to call Keep it that way now I'll treat you like you're dead right now I'm on your head right now You wanna fuck with me so bare
1: literal chills. chills
0: I know dude it's oh my gosh you guys gotta listen to this album Ugh. there's literally a video he posted on um, social media when Old Town Road first dropped and he was talking about how he had like a couple thousand listeners and like he's like I'm gonna make another video a year from now and showcase how many listeners I did and he actually did that this year after Montero dropped and the numbers are just astonishing like from a couple thousand to like millions of fans and it's like in the video he's it looks like he's in a, uh, an apartment um with pretty standard like apartment blinds i in front of like a sliding glass door i know because i lived in one too and he's just eating pizza hut it's so like genuine and humbling he's just like we're gonna see where this takes me and i'm glad he blew up because after listening to this if anyone deserved to it's him
1: for sure for sure
0: so yeah great great pick
1: You should feel very proud of what he's done. He's done a really great job.
0: My first song that I want to showcase is a big fan favorite and actually got teased before the album dropped. It's That's What I Want. And this got teased when he was announcing the album release and everything like that. And I loved it then, the little soundbite that we got. When it came out um, and I listened to it, I immediately texted people and was like, this Song is amazing. Like the morning the album dropped, I was on Spotify listening and was like, This song is incredible. And for it to be so upfront in the album is so huge and important because it sets up, um, like, uh, almost like a reprieve from Montero, where Montero is like him coming out and like almost like in a provocative sexual way. Mm-hmm. but then when you get into that's what I want, it's more wholesome and more like I need what every human being needs. I want to be wanted. I want to be loved. And it reminded me of the song by Foreigner, I Want to Know What Love Is. That's like a classic song. Um, ask your parents about it. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a really good song, but it's it's just a lot of people... Um, sexualize what uh the lgbt community feels and it's not about that it's about finding love and what i want showcases that and kind of shows the harsher truths of what someone in his position can expect in the music video and i told this to steve when we watched it i got a little choked up at the end when you see what happens it breaks your heart
1: definitely go check it out
0: yeah really good song um very uh upbeat sound and kind of like starts off playful but then um towards the end you get the bigger message that is i just want to be loved
2: like tell me that's life when i'm stressing at night be like you'll be okay and everything's all right uh, let me in nothing because i'm not wanting anything but you're loving your body and a little bit of your brain Oh, but i want to so want to love that's what a that
0: song is so good i
1: also love the beat in that um, the guitar. Dun,
0: dun, 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 oh yeah, and dun, 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 dun. really great way of introducing it in the music video. Him walking up the aisle in a wedding gown and is handed this guitar at the end. Yeah, so good. Really, <sighs> honestly, his artistry in music videos alone. I mean, it won him the best music video of the year
1: with good reason.
0: Yeah, great reason. That's for the Montero music video. Um, honestly, deserved. For sure deserved.
1: Yep, it's great.
0: But all the music videos for this, really creative. He actually put out little clips for a lot of the songs in this album, if not all the songs in this album, where if you look it up on like YouTube Vivo or whatever you watch the music video on, it's kind of like a looping clip, but um, they're all very creative and artistic. So go ahead and check them out. So that's what I want. Go ahead and give us uh, what you want, Steve, for your second favorite. My
1: second favorite is Lost in the Citadel. Ugh, I was
0: so sad when you claimed this one, but I had already like put my foot down on what I want, and mm-hmm. I was like, I got to let him have it. But yes, such a banger of a song. It's
1: so good. And when and I say it again, I love the music in it. And it's so good. And the song itself, uh, what he's talking about, it's like he's – found someone who he can trust and he spilt his entire heart out to and then lost that person. And he's got to go through everything over again. Like he's got to realize that he can't be his anymore and he's got to give up just like he did before. And he even had one of my favorite lyrics. It's in the chorus. It goes, I love how you know I'd only come right back for more.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, anyone knows that feeling where even though it could have been the messiest breakup of your life, but love is love. And that those feelings don't just stop upon the separation. Like those feelings are there and they live with you.
1: Yeah, forever. Yeah. No so, matter how hard you try.
0: All right, now I think I'm going to play a little bit of Lost in the Citadel. And yeah, here we go.
2: My God. What uh, you get it into? And it's time to get up, pick it up the floor. And it's time to realize that I can't be old. And it's time to give up just like before. I let you know, I only come right back for more. Why I thought
0: it was. This song is amazing. The music to it really catches your attention as soon as it comes on. I think that like it's one of the better songs on the album, not saying that there are any bad songs, just this is one that I consistently can listen to without like feeling even a little fatigued on. Like it's it came on twice in my car ride up here and mm-hmm. I sang along both times.
1: It's I it's really upbeat for how like sad of a song it is. It's really upbeat with how it is.
0: That's one thing Lil Nas does very mm-hmm. well and a lot of other musicians that I like do that very well where it's a very dark topic and it's a very like hard one to express and to kind of soften the blow so it doesn't like take over what your album stands for they'll put like a nice upbeat sound to it and they'll put an upbeat sound to it and make it a little bit easier to digest so yeah. people um can listen to the whole album without like with these without these highs and lows but they can if they pick out certain songs they can still feel what he's feeling when he writes that song
1: he does a really good job throughout the entire album at doing that
0: yeah he already knows how we feel about it because he's a huge friend of the pod but um definitely already
1: yeah. told him before after yeah. the yeah we aura. actually
0: ran this entire episode by him just to make sure he was cool we didn't want it to seem like we were piggybacking off of what he's done with the album um, he's cool with it though. Um, he was super busy planning his tour, so he's not able to come on. But um, <laughs> we'll, we'll catch up with him later. Yeah, super great album. That's like a key point in the album is "Lost in the Citadel." Yeah. Also, what a what a real like great title for the song "Lost in the Citadel." Like being lost in a large space, and that's the emotion of the like the emotional vacuum of being separated from someone mm-hmm. that you trusted is you it's like a bustling city and you are lost in it
1: and his little his little animation that he has for it it's it's all cyberpunk, which is i love it's awesome <laughs> yeah. and he has a He's part heard a
0: few times because he even has uh the song panini is uh future punk-esque for the music video, but that's not off this oh, album. I haven't,
1: I haven't, I haven't seen that.
0: It's actually a really good song and it's a, a small reference to the old show Chowder.
1: Oh, like the cartoon? Yeah. Oh, that's actually funny. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, But yeah, uh, it, go ahead, what you are saying about oh, yeah, the music the, video.
1: There's a part in the music video where he like flies up to the window uh, of like a guy sleeping in the bed and he like reaches his arm through the glass, which I thought was a little creepy. I was like, oh, that's weird. How does he do that? But it's like showing like he wants to be there, but he can't. And even though he has the capability
0: of doing it, he knows he can't. He knows he shouldn't. Yeah. For what's best for both parties. He shouldn't.
1: I got so many positive things to say about this album. I got to say all the song I listened to the whole album at least four times when you first told me about it. And there are no sleepers.
0: I listened to it twice the first day at work alone and then still like listen to it while doing homework later. I really cannot stress enough how good this album is. I wonder if there's stats on Spotify for how long or how many times you've listened to an album. I don't know. I don't think there is.
1: I think there's like the yearly. There's the yearly. So it's <laughs> good. It's going to be like this top yearly. It's going to be
0: the number one album you listen to is Lil Nas by a long shot with the album Montero. <laughs> uh,
1: that'd be a good. Uh, We're going to do that for the podcast again.
0: Yeah, we're doing that for the podcast. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. We got to do it for our fans.
1: What fans?
0: All of Lil Nas's fans. <laughs> oh, okay. Because we're piggybacking, remember? <laughs>
1: oh, man, we would be so much more popular. <laughs> <laughs> Sheesh. Sheesh. Um,
0: <laughs> so my second song that I just absolutely adore, it's a single that came out before the record did It's the song Sun Goes Down. This song hits too close to home for me. It's very personal. It's literally a letter to his 14-year-old self saying, don't kill yourself. It'll be okay. You're feeling all of these heavy emotions coming to grips with your sexuality, finding out who you are as a man. It's not worth it to take that big of a step over what other people think about you or your own mistakes, don't do it. There's so much more to live for. But in the song, he's saying, give me a gun and I'll see the sun, meaning that if he had a larger opportunity to do so, he probably would have taken his own life back then because of how hard he had it.
1: Dang.
0: Now, that's a heavy topic for the pod. And back to how we introed this episode, September is National Suicide Prevention Month and it is super important that anyone out there feeling these feelings seek help because it gets better like there's so much more to life than dwelling on past mistakes or what other people think about you so just know that there's help out there and we support you
2: I'm happy by the way For me I'ma make my fans so proud of me Oh
0: This song, incredible, really good, heavy hitting lyrics. Um, I almost didn't choose it as a favorite, but I mean, it, it's like I said, it hits too close to home. And any song that speaks the artist truth, and I, you know, I've gone through similar emotions. I can't I can't avoid that as being one of my favorite songs on an album.
1: Yeah, you know, I I feel that. The meaning in that song, it I do like how heavy-hitting it is because it touches on a very important topic and it shows more personality to Lil Nas. Like it shows that he isn't just this person that didn't go through any struggles and he made this one song and oh, look at me, I got money. No, he went through it, Like in I forgot to mention this in my song dead to me. He was living with his sister. Yeah, and literally not making very much money off of the music that he's already did. And he dropped out of school to pursue his music. And in that moment, he's like, I dropped out of school. I'm living with my sister. I'm not making money right now. I'm screwed but I'm going to still do it. This is what I said I'm going to do and I'm going to freaking do it. And guess what? He freaking did it.
0: There are so many young teens struggling in the LGBT community. I'm going to actually do an extra shout out. There are organizations like PFLAG that you can reach out to for help that just kind of facilitate what everything is like uh, at a young age and kind of helps family members and friends understand how to like adjust or like how to understand that better. So if anyone's out there struggling at a young age with any uh, anything going on with LGBT or, you know, questioning your identity at all, there are organizations out there for that as well. And this month is just as important for that as it is for um, suicide prevention. So go ahead and look into those resources because they are a huge help and have changed many lives.
1: Very good. Very yeah. positive.
0: Sorry for the somber note, but just like Lil Nas, uh, the somber doesn't last long. We go back in to this album with open arms. Steve, give us an honorable mention.
1: I really liked Industry Baby, the way that the music plays in this song in general. It's a little different from Montero, and it's got a different vibe to it, and I love it. I love it so much, and I think it was a really good idea for him to drop it as a single before the album, especially with it being the third song in the album. Like, it's a good, it's a banger. And it's got Jack Harlow in it, which uh, he's good. I actually forgot about Jack Harlow for a second. I slept on him. Sorry.
2: <laughs> you
0: know, that's funny um, because a lot of people were saying, oh man, Lil Nas and uh, Jack Harlow need to drop a tape. And then Lil Nas commenting, <laughs> he's like, I already asked. I don't think he's into it. And then he commented on that and was like, oh, I was thinking a different kind of tape. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, One thing about Lil Nas is he is hilarious. Also, you know, we always shout out our own um, uh, social media, but go ahead and check him out on TikTok because his TikTok game is so funny. I mean, like there's, oh, there's so many great ones on there. Oh, I man. love
1: the fact that Lil Nas is such a great musical artist and he's freaking funny.
0: He has like one of my favorite senses of humor where um, sometimes it's like slapstick, but a lot of times it's very dry humor. You guys need to watch his interview on Hot Ones because like I feel like half of his jokes went right over Sean Evans head. <laughs> they were like just dry humor and I laughed so hard the entire time.
1: That's funny. I have to. I'll have to check that out.
0: Yeah. Thank you but for po- for plugging. Yeah, I got a plug. You know, plug, plug walk. Plug. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, go ahead and talk more about uh, Jack Harlow being in the song because his part is fantastic. His part
1: is fantastic, and the way that his part differs from Lil Nas X's, or the way that his part differs from Lil Nas's, is awesome. It's a good like segue into the rest of the song. And in general, that song is just so good. The beginning of it with the trumpets and then he'll bring it back. And the rest, oh, I just, oh, when I heard the song for the first time, I like heard it for the first time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I was like, exclaimed me. That was great. That was a great time. And I listened to that song like pretty repetitively. Like if I hear it once, I will usually play it again cuz it's it's so good. Ugh. Love I love that song. So back when LMFAO dropped their music video for Party Rock Anthem, that was when I was a kid, one of the more quote-unquote scandalous music videos because there's a part where he's in a speedo and he's bouncing that thing. He's bouncing he's bouncing his Oh. And people are like that's a and if we're talking about scandalous music videos, <laughs> Industry Baby, oh my Ugh. gosh. When I wa- Alex is like, you gotta check out this music video. I was like, why? He's like, you just gotta watch it. And I watched <laughs> it, I was
0: like... Oh, my gosh. You know, he actually, like, a couple days later was like, hey, guys, I just released the Uncensored Industry Baby. (laughs) And it is so funny because it gets all the way up to the shower scene. And then there's, like, a little buffering logo, but the music's still playing. And it just, like, goes on, like, on the shower head buffering for the rest of the song. It is so funny. Like, that is peak Little Nas comedy, like
1: it's literally meme culture, right uh,
0: there. He is one. Of, he's a man of the people.
1: Go check it out for research purposes.
0: For research purposes, we had to watch these music videos multiple times for this podcast. Um, we didn't know we were making this podcast until we watched these songs like a few hundred times. But we were prepared um, when it came time to record.
2: <laughs> what did he say?
0: So. <laughs> socks stayed on (laughs) (laughs) so my honorable mention is going to be the final track on this album which is am i dreaming which is a collaboration between lil nas x and miley cyrus now this is cool because lil nas blew up off of his song that was with billy ray cyrus and he really like kind of brings it full circle where yes in old town road with billy ray cyrus there's a lot of there's a lot of pageantry and there's a lot of like great music and a lot of things going on. But then in this song with Miley Cyrus, it talks about that pageantry and it talks about how the performers have to like, yes, they're all glittered up, but you know, behind all of the pageantry and all of the concerts and everything, they're still living their lives and they're still writing their stories and they're still people too. Like I feel like Miley Cyrus had a heart because she was a hip big musician at a very young age. And that's a very hard time to be a musician. And she kind of talks on that in this song and Lil Nas kind of speaks to that because he was making music before he was out and he's kind of in this limelight and he has the opportunity to do stuff um, to change how people perceive him. And when he comes out, this is showcasing that he's still writing his story. He can still change and show people who he really is, but it's, it's hard in such a hard industry. So I think this song, phenomenal, perfect ending to the album. Mm -hmm. And uh, go listen to this album, guys. It is the perfect album for any time, any day. Give it a listen.
1: I really like Miley Cyrus's vocals in that song.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, we played it earlier. We listened to the songs that we were going to talk about. You and I both just singing all the lines to the song because it is not like catchy in any way. But it is so sonically pleasing. Like this song is deep and it like feels good and it's everything you've ever wanted. So yeah, good, good point. We can't say enough good things about this album, so we'll let you go ahead and say it in our comment sections on social media. You can find us at Cosmic Thrill Seekers on Facebook.com. You can find us at Cosmic Thrilly Boys on Instagram, where we post all of our TikTok content. In case you don't want people to know in China that you listen to Little Nas X because of the music video restrictions over there, and you can find all of our TikTok content on TikTok at Cosmic Thrill Seekers. You can find us on. Twitter at Cosmic Seekers and yeah go ahead and play that back because that was a mess but at least China won't know that you've watched the Montero music video 2,000 times and why isn't my industry baby uncensored video playing I've tried it three times and it's still just buffering that's a search that you don't want to end up in your search history but let us know in our comment sections well bye. bye
2: oh yeah